0: Welcome to another episode of the Jewish Wedding Podcast. I'm back with uh, Jonathan Chevellowitz. Hello, hello. For a second podcast. Number two. Number two. I think this will be an interesting podcast. We're bringing on Avi Peretz, who's a singer that we've seen, I think, almost every wedding. I mean, he's super popular. He brings a lot of energy to the event. Uh, I think he considers himself an entertainer almost.
1: Yeah, and he's known for his uh, showmanship.
0: Yeah, always a good time when he's there. What what are you What are your thoughts on just in general how much the band and the singers contribute to the overall like vibe of the wedding?
1: It's a huge part of it. When a singer really brings a lot of energy and is very vibrant and entertaining, it really changes the whole atmosphere of the wedding. And I think that it can really bring a lot of fun and, you know, just a good time.
0: As a musician yourself right? Yes. What do you play again?
1: Uh, I play guitar and bass. And you were in a band?
0: Yes. So how hard is it to to do that as a musician to be on to get crowd involved? When you were in a band did you have to like feel the crowd and play accordingly or was it just like you just played whatever whatever you guys felt like?
1: Well no we would plan a lot for each show and we'd write out a set list and I mean I wasn't in a wedding band but I'd imagine it's the same it's the same thing. Uh when you're playing a lot of shows and you're well rehearsed and you're tight and you're good and everyone kind of gets along musically, you can really bring the atmosphere to the venue. You can really dictate the fun and the energy. I think that so long as we were, you know, feeling good, which was anytime we were playing a show, we were really excited about it, so you know, we really brought a good time. And I think that a lot of these wedding bands operate similarly.
0: Were you ever at a venue or a place where it was like, no matter what you did, people were just not into the music? Was it like (laughs) a different, like, we're playing this music, but this venue was not for that type of music, or no? You always found out.
1: No, I have so many stories. We've played all kinds of crowds. We've played empty rooms, especially at the beginning. (laughs) There were times when we played to five people with, you know, who were into heavy metal, had long hair, and, you know, just that whole rock vibe, and we were playing pop music. And it was nice, because sometimes one person would come over afterwards and say, like, one out of the five people would say, hey, you know, I'm not into this kind of music, but you guys are really good, and you put on a good show. So, you know, hopefully there's always somewhere out, someone out there that you can connect with and uh, enjoys it.
0: Do you think it would be hard for you to, like, just join a wedding band now? Like, the way I understand it is that maybe I mean we could talk to Avi about it, but they're basically given, I guess, the sheet music on the spot right. for the different songs and stuff like that through iPads, I think, connected yes. somehow. Do you think that would be tough for you to? Do, can you read?
1: No music. I no. can't say read. Okay, so that would be <laughs> um, difficult for you. Yeah, I always play by ear. I could read a little bit, but not not like they can. It's a different right. it's a different kind of musician.
0: It is kind of amazing because I mean, uh, I mean, th- some of these people maybe may not have played together either in a long time or ever and they're just able to you know pick up a horn or a guitar and just start playing
1: yeah it's, it's very impressive a lot of the people we work with have played a lot of Jewish music before but sometimes and I've seen this at, at some of our weddings uh one horn player is kind of just singing the tune to the other horn player because he's never played the Jewish song before he's never played uh Kate's had Morocco, I mean, he's kind of like just prepping him for it, and then you see the horn player get on there, and he, he knows exactly what to play as he sight reads. It's, I mean, right. the level of the level of technique and talent they have to have is really impressive.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Avi's one of the best in the business. I mean, he's super popular. Like I said, in most bookings that I have uh, is like Avi's one of the the main guys singing, and I've seen the people that he works with and. We know that when he's there, we're going to get good footage. We're going to get good footage of bride and groom because inevitably they'll be up on stage with him dancing. And, and I'd love to just talk to him about where that came from and how he, you know, not, not everybody has the confidence to kind of do something like that, you know. Uh, but I think people hire him because of that, because he gets everyone involved. Um, even under the chuppah, I know he's a big presence there and uh, it's good. It just gives a good energy and a good vibe to, to the entire wedding. So excited to uh, to hear hear all about that. So let's uh, let's bring him on. Hey, Abby, how are you? Amazing. Everything is great. Good to see you. I know uh, we uh, we usually see you in a nice uh, suit and tie and on the stage. Today you're in a uh, in a hoodie, which is nice to see too.
2: It is. It's a little bit chilly outside, so you know I feel more more comfortable. And enough with the ties, and you know, sometimes it's choking me. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, yeah, you know, we're talking to Avi Peretz, a musician, a singer that we have seen many, many times in the years that we've been doing weddings, always bringing energy, fun, entertainment, and just, uh, just a, a pleasure to, uh, for videographers at least, a pleasure to see him because, I mean, we, we always get good vibe, good energy, and, and good footage. So just take us, take us back a little bit about how you started, where you grew up, and, uh, and take us through your journey in, in this uh, music world.
2: Wow, it's a long journey. You have enough time? We do, do you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my family is from Morocco. Most of my family are singers, you know, the hazanim. But in my family, like within my siblings, I'm the only one who took it, you know, to the more um, professionalism way, you know, and to perform uh, on stage and weddings and so forth. And I started when I was... Um, Eight, eight years old it was my first time when I was in stage. I was part of a choir in Israel. You know, we have been very busy all over Israel. Uh, we went a few times uh, outside of Israel to perform. Uh, it's called Pirche She'an. And when I was 16, 15, 16, uh, I left the choir and I started my own thing. I was in the military band and about a year after the army, I came here to America.
0: What exactly is a military band?
2: Exactly the way it sounds. Military band, you know, it's a a group of four or five soldiers, uh, musicians, uh, sound engineers, uh, singers. It's twice a year that, you know, they join the service. And then you have like a a training for a few months. And uh, you do like rehearsals for a show. The show is about 45 minutes to one hour. And you go in between bases from the north to the south. Let's say um, a soldier is coming uh, from a uh, day of training, long training, and there was some entertainment. So we come in in the night, let's say in the evening, seven, eight. We give them some entertainment. Everybody's dancing, having a good time, energy, this, that. Like a relief from uh, you know the hard days. Is that
0: something that still occurs to this day?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. This starts from the 50s, 60s, and then it's every every year is uh, like bigger and bigger.
0: H- have you seen uh, anything, either from your unit or anything happening now on the ground now that that's occurring with that respect?
2: From the current situation, uh, no, no, I don't think I saw it lately. But I believe you know it's it's going to happen soon. It's half going to happen soon because everybody's busy right now in the war. So. I don't think they have time for, you uh, know, to deal with that. But definitely, it's going to happen very soon.
0: So after that, uh, how did you get into the wedding industry?
2: So wedding, I did from Israel, but, or being busy here, I start with Uri. You know, Uri, my partner.
0: Yeah, sure.
2: Uh, so I start with them. We met about six, seven months after I came to America. He's like back in, he was here like uh, 10 years before me. So he was into this world, you know, much more than me, like many years before. And he took me in. We didn't start as partners, you know, from the beginning. It took maybe uh, two, three years. I moved to Florida because I couldn't stand, you know, the the cold here in New York. So I was here only a few months. I moved to Florida. And then he started calling me back to New York to come here and this and that, and then are uh, you busy in this date, are you busy in that date? So I found myself, you know, traveling back and forth. Still, I moved, moved down here in 2005.
0: And what what was your, like, initial, your initial style? You know, were you, were you just kind of scoping it out, feeling it out? Or did you have your own, your own vibe right away? Like, how did that work?
2: Okay, it's funny because first of all, when I started, first of all, I grew up in a very Sephardic family. So for me to grow up in a very Sephardic family is to attach yourself to a certain style of music, which is more Middle Eastern, Arabic, Moroccan. I'm from Morocco, so my family from Morocco. So I grew up in a uh, in a house that, you know, the music was like more Middle Eastern, uh, Moroccan, Arabic, uh, Greek, Turkish. You know, all that kind of style, but over here. I explore myself more to the, you know, Ashkenaz, Nigunim and Chabad than the, you know, all the Simcha dancing, the Freilach, which is, I I learned all the style over here.
0: Uh, interesting. Do you still, like when you get a wedding that's Sephardic or, you know, you know, it's going to be a, a Moroccan vibe or a Sephardic vibe, Middle Eastern, do you have a different style for that type of wedding than you would sort of an Ashkenaz, you know. First
2: of all, you have to, okay, so specifically me, when I'm trying to touch in the music industry, I'm t- I'm trying to touch as, man- as many as style as I can, because, you know, the the vibe is changing, of course, the style of the weddings, the weddings in the 40th world are different, you know, it's not too many, like, you know, Simcha dancing, and the Hopa is a little bit different, and in the Sephardic hoop, I'm walking down the island, I'm singing. So you have to, you know, we call it change our face. I'm changing my face to, you know, Sephardic wedding or Ashkenaz wedding. And and I'm trying to be uh, the best in the world world. And and I think I'm I think I'm okay. I think I'm okay. I
0: find yeah, I find the Sephardic weddings uh just for my own personal I find them to be so different and so so much more interesting. I guess I'm Ashkenaz, right? So it does excite me when I do a Sephardic wedding. Um, do you do you ever find any Ashkenaz clients say, "Give me, give me Avi the Sephardic, the Sephard, then the Ashkenaz." Even though it's an Ashkenaz wedding, I still want it. I still want to see that vibe and still want to have you walk down the aisle. And
2: first of all, I think I think that people hire me because they want Avi to be there in, like, you know, the old package, meaning I can sing the, um, you know, the, the, the Ma'rakohe, you know, hallelu, so they want me to say Hallelujah and no hallelu. You know, so they hire me because they want to they wanna hear the, I don't want to call it Sephardic Ashkenaz, you know, but uh, the, maybe they want to hear the Israeli pronouncing instead of uh, Hassan, they, they the chasan, that they want to hear the chatan or the kawas or the Kala. So I think most of, you know, the jobs that I'm getting higher, it's because of they want to hear the Israeli pipe. And also, don't forget, these days, all the, the Israeli music are very, very popular in the weddings, even like, you know, the Ashkenaz and and, and the Sephardi. So it's good for me because the, all the songs from, let's say, Omer Adam and Golan, and Static and Benel, it's very popular in America, too, not only Israel. So... It's very easy for me to fit in in these weddings because that's what they require. Also, last night we did a wedding, I did a wedding with Simcha Liner, and, and we did, you know, it was like half Ashkenaz, half Sparty. So we did both. And you're going to be surprised. Also, Simcha sing with me some Sparty. <laughs> so <laughs> but that's that's, but you know what? The energy are the same. And I love, love, love performing Ashkenaz wedding. I love the simcha. I love the energy. Uh, and and also, it's, it's super nice also for, for party and Ashkel book.
1: Have you ever sung it and said Hassan instead of Chatan?
2: Uh, more than that. I will tell you that somebody specifically asked me to do it. And the whole wedding, all the songs? Well, I didn't. Uh, intentionally, like, you know, I did it by, uh, by mistake. So sometimes it was like Hassan. So when I thinking about it, I say, okay, she asked me to to sing Hassan, and then in in the the second song, it was Khatan. So no nobody gonna kill me for that, but if somebody asked me to do it specifically, I would do it.
0: So tell me, uh, so a client hires Avi Parrots to be at their wedding. What's the experience? What do you, right when they book you, till throughout the wedding, do you guys discuss what type of
2: music? Definitely, definitely, definitely. So throughout the process, like, you know, when, when people are calling me or call Uli, so it's it's either they put together the band and I'm just coming as a singer or they I put the band and I'm coming with all the crew and then we speak about music and, and the hupa songs. And you know what? Let, let's say yesterday, last night by the wedding, I had to learn, like, five songs for the hupa, which I didn't know. Uh, it was more of... Um, uh, yeshivas, uh, heavy music that the Hatan wants, uh, and you cannot say no, you know, even though, uh, you know, it's a little bit, you know, when you're busy and, 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 and it's difficult to learn four or five songs with all the music and the lyrics and this and that, uh, and then I find myself, you know, sitting let's say, uh, throughout the night. So Saturday night, I was singing like for two, three hours to learn this song and I replay it again and again and again and again and again until it's like, you know, you're dreaming about it. And then, uh, you know, when you're dreaming about (laughs) Sheila then you start singing it in your dreams. And and it's great because I got to learn a different um, style. So I love when people are asking me to sing different songs than I usually sing.
0: And take us through a little bit about at the wedding itself, right? You know, you get really involved with the bride and groom, obviously, at these weddings. Did that start right when you started or did you kind of pick that up?
2: So, first of all, this is not only a client for me. You know, maybe for other singers or bands or just a client, they're not just the clients. You know, because I'm getting attached to, first of all, I appreciate every client that calling. me. Like, you know, it's not it's not just the money. It's not just the panasada coming and, and having fun and dancing. When I'm when I'm coming to to a wedding hall, first of all, I'm going to the Khatan and Kala and saying hi. Uh, maybe they didn't see me before. I, I don't know who they are. So I'm coming and introduce myself, you know, because, listen, they chose me to be in their happiest day in their life. So it's not just, you know, come, I'm going to sing, give me the money. I'm going to go home. I'm going to sleep. No, it's not like that. I'm I'm having fun. I'm having fun, and I'm i I like to be involved with Chatan and kala, and many of them, by the way, you know, we, we went out to dinner after the wedding, uh, and and we became some you know uh, friends, and once in a while Shabbat Shalom and Chak Sameach, and yeah, many of them, like you know, you know, I'm 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 staying in touch, and that's why also, listen, it's very important. Uh, me in general, I'm, I'm trying to be nice to everybody. You know, I'm saying hi, and 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 I'm trying to be in a socialism way to be friends. And because I think the end of the day, uh, it's not a business meeting. You're not coming to do business. You know, I'm not coming to do business. I'm coming to be part of your your wedding, which is a big thing. So for me, it's it's more than just work. That's the way I see it.
0: No, I mean I think that's that's amazing. I think we tried to do the same. You know, we try to treat it not just like a job. We're making a relationship with people. We're com- we're basically filming their simply. You know, we want to make sure that it's the best possible way. But yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I find it amazing. You, you you you're in the crowd. You get in there uh, with all that, cr- all the craziness. All the- have you ever gotten like? Have you ever gotten injured in that crowd? In that in that crowd? Where it's just crazy, like they're just jumping all over the place?
2: Yes. I fell out of the stage about a few months ago. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> That's funny. I did <laughs> I did a wedding with Mordecai Shapiro um, in L.A. in Monarch Beach. You know where is Monarch Beach in California?
0: Uh, I don't think so.
2: Monarch Beach. So we did one of the weddings. And I just jump, 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 and... Even at a second, I just um fell off the stage. Wow, I fell off the stage just yes. did you continue or oh, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah it was, nothing happened <laughs> yeah. and then I, I I continue jump after
1: okay, so you didn't get it's good you didn't get injured No,
2: no. <laughs> what is
0: there a specific moment of the wedding that's your favorite?
2: Hoopa you're not gonna believe me I'm doing it for so many years. I'm still getting excited. I'm getting a little bit even nervous.
1: Is there a specific part of the chuppah that
2: that is your favorite? Every song. You know what? I'm trying to be the best as I can in what I'm doing. And the idea of people are expecting you to deliver is something. So you're getting nervous that you're not going to be delivered, not... Not as I have like uh, you know uh, self confidence whatever it is I'm 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 very you know like you know I know exactly what I'm doing and everything is great, but the idea is of you singing and and expecting you to deliver something, and you want to deliver it like two hundred percent, and sometimes you're getting nervous that you're not gonna deliver. As you know, sometimes you know when you're working almost every night and you have like three four weddings a week and you come in on thursday and you're a little bit tired which is natural i hope like you know i i know you guys feel the same you know you don't have to 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 scream or you don't have to but no you're holding you know the camera and you're working like i don't know 14 hours 16 hours a day and the same thing with me it's very important for me to rest you know, and every singer to rest and, and to drink enough fluid so your voice not going to be tired. And by Thursday, you're going to be great as much as a Sunday's wedding. And sometimes you're getting tired and, and you want to deliver it the same um, that you deliver it to everybody. So your voice has to be 100%. So you're getting nervous and you're getting excited. And, and by the way, nervous and excited is very good. So, you know, the adrenaline and, and, and the blood is, you know, running all over. And it's, it's great. It's great. So, yeah, definitely. When you start singing from the first song, I love hupa
0: do, do you feel like you're now expected or there's a little bit of a, a different expectation now with everything going on in Israel to really bring the emotion to people? I know people have told me, at least when they've been at weddings now, it's a little bit more emotional. It's a little bit, you know, more significant. Do you find that in your in what you're doing also?
2: First of all, yes. Um, yesterday, the father came to me and he said, "I was thinking about it, how I'm going to do the wedding." And then he came to me at the end of the night. He told me after six weeks of coming home from work and listening to the news and see all the sadness, you know, that's that's happening in Israel. That you know, tonight was the first night after six weeks I could smile like a real smile not just you know to be polite to someone and smile and say hi me myself you know in the first week I couldn't sing and I had weddings I couldn't sing you couldn't see it if you see it from far you couldn't see that inside you down you 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 just shut like you know nothing is open Right. And and as an artist, as a, a photographer also, when you're trying to, to film or to take photo of uh, a bride and groom and they're trying to smile and everything that's going on, it's affecting. It's 100% affecting everything. So, yeah, the industry uh, got affected and the weddings and the energy. And, you know... Let's say not weddings, but let's say a small gig or birthday party. So whatever it is, people just cancel it because, you know, I had a bar mitzvah that got canceled.
0: Yeah, no, I think, uh, like I said, I've been I've been to a few weddings since then. And I think the the music definitely helps with trying to to be happy for the bride and groom. And and uh, just kind of like you said, just take your mind off of it and just be be there for the. For the bride and groom for the wedding, that type of thing.
2: And and it's not easy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One other question I had. What what do you do to keep your your voice good for a wedding? Like what is some do you have to do exercises? Do you have to like not talk for a, for a day?
2: Okay, so first of all, I never took a, a a voice lesson or a voice training. I'm not twenty anymore, I'm not thirty anymore. <laughs> so keep my voice you have to rest and you have to drink a lot of water. You know, Shulam Lemer, I saw him last week in a wedding. He told me before the high holidays, which is the high holidays is very intense. You know, you have to use your voice intensively, like, you know, in Hashanah and Yom Kippur, when you're not eating. he told me it took two weeks off, meaning it didn't take a wedding or so any gigs for two weeks. We travel a lot. So for us, is um, it's it's not easy. If you are busy, if you are a singer that's busy, so it's not easy to uh, to maintain your voice uh, perfectly. But you do as much as you can. So you're drinking a lot of fluid and you're resting. You're not talking too much during the day, of course. Uh, but I have a problem. I like to talk. <laughs>
1: How about immediately before the wedding, like the day of, in the car, on the way, do you like... Do any warm ups? Do you do any singing on the way to the wedding?
0: I mean, while I'm setting up the chupa, I see him warming up all the time.
1: Oh
2: yeah, yeah. You know, before before the chupa, when you do like, but it's maybe a, um, a one minute or two minutes that you do like a sound check. So you raise your voice and you you know you, you train. You do some voice small techniques. This, but nothing crazy. But the routine is to sleep, even though you have uh, small kids and you cannot sleep. Uh, You know, full night. Um, So, yeah, you know, you rest as much as you can. Or you pray to God that everything (laughs) going to be fine. I remember at one wedding, we had
0: back-to-back weddings with Avi. And the first wedding, I think, ended like one in the morning or something. And I I came back to the second wedding because we get there, you know, fairly early, maybe like 10 o'clock in the morning. And then it was around 1 o'clock and Avi showed up. And I'm like, oh, okay, so you actually got to sleep. He's like, what are you talking about? I have kids. I don't sleep at all. (laughs) I don't sleep. I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for for the time. I know you're a busy guy. Oh,
2: you're very welcome. Thank you
0: for having me. Can you just let us know, like, if someone did want to book you either through a band or yourself, how do they do that?
2: For now, um, people, I think, know me. And they have my phone number in the Instagram. They have my email, Facebook, all over the place. So they know how to get me. Got it.
0: Okay, Avi, well, thank you so much. Uh, it was a pleasure. I'm sure we'll see you soon.
2: Yeah, thank you so much, guys. shit. hope to see you very soon, okay? Absolutely.
1: Take care, Avi.
2: Always a pleasure.